Hi, I'm Justin Joseph Hall. Welcome to Feature in a Short, which is a monthly screening hosted by Four Wind Films, where an appointed contributor presents their chosen feature motion picture and a short movie. There is only one condition for screening. The presenter must have been directly involved with one picture, but not the other. Today we have Uta Saibeki, who has many credits as a casting director in feature films in Germany and has since moved to the U.S. The first movie she presented was a Christmas film entitled Last Christmas that she wrote and directed. So we ended up watching that. And uh, before she arrived, Uta made Glühwein, which is mulled wine, and it is a specialty around Christmas in Germany. So uh, we had that along with some other drinks. After the first film, we had a quick discussion, and Thomas Kelsey began to prepare our German breakfast that we would eat during the second film. Yeah, this is a pretty, I like the color correction. Thank you, thank you. I had professional people working on that. I didn't do it, I had nothing to do with that, but um, I was fortunate enough, yeah, to have people who helped me without getting paid. Yeah. That is like a big advantage mm -hmm. to make films in, in Berlin. Germany, yeah. People yeah. can, people can afford to do that. They can yeah. help you. Like even you know, they're, they're working people. They like they work in films, and like the camera person who did the camera on this film, he's he's worked in films for like yeah. 20 years. Yeah. And he did that for me as a favor. Yeah, he didn't get nice. paid. So. What were you looking for in the actors? That that's a cool question because I was actually really. I didn't cast my actors. Like, I didn't have auditions, I just cast them. Because mm -hmm. you already knew them all? Or? But, yeah, but I didn't know that I was going to do that. I had one audition with two people, and after that I just realized I don't want to do this. I know <laughs> I want to. Yeah, it was just really weird. I just knew I wanted them to be in the film. And like, yeah. even the, the girl who's playing the woman, originally I had thought of a much, much older person to do that. Yeah. But I just wanted her to be this person and it, mm. it worked. And the, the taxi driver, I mean, that guy, he's like a really well-established actor in Germany. And mm. I really think that that performance there is the best I've ever seen him in. And that's mm. like really strange, but mm. he's just so, I think, I mean, from, I don't know what you think, but for me, he's just, he's a taxi driver. He's not an actor at all. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yep. It was in Berlin that you shot? Yes. I don't know. I mean, did you get the um, the the East German kind of thing in it? Because that's kind of like that. That's the connection to the film that we are showing after this, the mm -hmm. the uh, Goodbye Lenin. Because I am East German, mm -hmm. and I did actually like my my sister is ten years older than me, and she studied in Berlin uh, when it was still East Berlin, and the wall was up. So she lived on Ackerstraße. Mm -hmm. So she was never able to go to the end of the street. So Ackerstraße is one of the streets that mm -hmm. were divided by the wall. So you had an East German part of the Ackerstraße and a West German part. Mm -hmm. So it really was like that. You could walk until you hit the wall, basically. Mm -hmm. But you could never go to the end of your so street. So what was the site they visited? That, that is now, um, it's, it's, a, it's a, a memorial for the, like a, like a wall wall memorial kind of thing or whatever you want so to So it's one of the it. last standing portions of the wall? Yes. And it's actually one of those towers where the policemen were like standing and watching. How did you come up with the story? Mm -hmm. It's like so sad when everybody's so happy doing Christmas. 
Um, do you think it's so sad? I don't know, because I actually I wanted to make a long version and I just wanted this to be a trailer, but in the end it ended up being like the perfect short film for me. When I'd done it, I was like, okay, I'm done with it. This is like, I, I can't tell anymore. That's like the backstory. Of course, I have all this in my mind, but like I wouldn't make a film about that. And that's how it started. I wanted to do a long film and I was trying to, of, to think of like the part that is most important about the long story that I want to tell and how to make it into like a, a teaser so people would get interested in producing the long film. But where did you get the idea? Was it from like something that happened to somebody that mm, you know? Or? I was thinking about death a lot in that time and I did an interview with a friend of mine who interviewed people at graves and she was interviewing people what graves mean to them and so it's all about this kind of, how do we deal with death? Like, what's so, what's so scary about death? And, you know, mm -hmm. and so I it just all kind of came together to have this person who totally accepts that she's going to die. She knows she's going to die. So why not, like, make it into a happening and, you know, say goodbye to whatever was important to you before she basically goes to die. And then I, of course, I wanted her to leave some kind of imprint, you know, to make someone at least like a little happy before she goes. Mm -hmm. And that's what she does with the grumpy yeah. taxi driver. And I think that's also like a Christmas spirit. It's like, you hate it or you love it. There is no in between. So this is kind of like the version where someone who loves it helps someone who hates it to get a little bit, you know, less grumpy or maybe think about it. Like, do I really have to be so anti-Christmas or can I just see something nice in it, you know? Mm. Or make my girlfriend happy. If she loves Christmas, why don't I just, you know, get a fucking Christmas tree and decorate it for her? You know, what's, you know, what's the big deal mm -hmm. if you can make someone smile? So, so it, kind of like came together in a longer period of time with things that happened in my life. And I was also trying to think of something that I could do with the film stills and make them, you know. That's nice, that it all came together. And then Lilia, my daughter, she's in it, mm -hmm. and she really wanted to be in it. So <laughs> that she's the middle version of the oh. actress. And that's also like an East German thing that this very small girl, the very blonde one, she's wearing a pioneer blouse. When we went to school, the first Five years, we were so-called young pioneers. So we had like the white blouse and the blue kind of thing that we put around our necks. I think you in Russia, you had similar yeah. stuff. Then the next period from five to seven or something, we had a red scarf. And then was the one with the dark blue blouse that the second girl was wearing. Yeah. So was, You had to wear that too? Yeah. Wow. That was mine, actually. I went back to my parents' house. My mother has this kind of huge closet in, the, you know, in, in our house, and we all have old clothes. So these were exactly the ones that I was wearing when I was young. So you'd already written the feature version of this? No. You hadn't, no. but you had it conceived? I, yeah, I had the idea, and then, yeah. No, so you're not going to write, you're not going to do anything else? No, from, this is really finished for me. And would that version have revealed what she was dying from? Uh, no, I think that would have always been the backstory. Mystery? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what you were talking about, the Christmas story reminded me of a Christmas Carol. The Dickens okay. yeah. uh, Christmas Carol. And so I was thinking, because at one point watching it, I was thinking, she could be a ghost. 
Like she, mm. she has this quality about her. I like that. I like that. And I'm to, I like, I, it's very ethereal. I could go yeah. with that. The thing was, one of the reasons people go to in hospice is it has to be like an illness that's not curable. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, yes. you don't go to an hospice. And I didn't want to have the usual cancer person. You, well, yeah, because she has so much hair. And I was like, oh, dog, I don't want, you know, to put her in this kind of like... Yeah, 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 yeah. So the thing is, I found out that there is an illness that people can't sleep anymore. It's like, yeah, insomnia or whatever. Yeah, I don't yeah, know what insom- the... Yeah. It's like their brain at some point just burns because yeah. they don't get to relax anymore. Yeah. And there's nothing you can do about it. So yeah. No, there nothing. Article about this so the only thing, yeah, the only thing you can do is to go to an hospice, and they can put you under high painkillers and everything to make it less bad that you die. But at some point, you just die because your brain, can, you know, your brain needs to relax. Mm-hmm. And these people have this illness, and it doesn't. They don't. They never shut off. And so that's also why she's in the graveyard, because yeah. her mother died of it. And that's also why she learned to deal with her, her own dying, because she knew, you know, what it, it was going to happen at some point of her life. She'd always been, like, the graveyard was always her place where she would be happy and by herself and reading and stuff like that. So, so did you direct the actress with that in mind? Yes. She, okay. Yeah. She definitely, yeah, I mean... I think her part was really difficult because all, like, everything that her character has is in her backstory. So, of course, I had to provide her with the full backstory. Yeah. Otherwise, that's, like, impossible to act. It's like, I think, I mean, I don't know, but yeah. And you communicate a lot in the story um, non-verbally through through visuals. Could you storyboard it out? Because there are some very key shots that are, you know, where information is delivered, you know. For example, like the headlight shot. The headlight, exactly. Kind of the hospice care, also her, like, the dark circles under her eyes. It's like a lot of the most important information is not spoken. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. I, I totally do believe in that. I think, was it Hitchcock or something who said, like, everything that's said and not shown mm-hmm. is wasted? Mm-hmm. So I totally believe in that, yes. Mm-hmm. Dialogue should just be fun, but not. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't mm-hmm. tell anything about the mm-hmm. story. Yeah. What, do you, what do you think about like Woody Allen films or directors that are more? I like watching Woody Allen films, but uh, it's that's not mm-hmm. how I do it. Not because I don't like it, just because I don't think I can. And yeah, I, I guess I am a more visual person than like an. What brought you into casting number one, and then obviously directing and writing? rather than uh, being in front of the camera. I, I actually never thought about being in front of the camera. Yeah, what drew you to being a casting director originally? I guess I like to tell people what to do rather than being told what to do. <laughs> Maybe it's as easy yeah, as that, you know? Like. <laughs> Uta presented Goodbye Lenin, a film from 2003 for her second feature. After the last film, some people stuck around a while and we ended up talking about socialism, communism, and the perceptions from different countries. Well, no, Uta, do you want to explain? explain? Well, not really explain, but yeah. I, so I basically sh- chose it because it has the, the East German, West German mm-hmm. topic too. The, the one that I mentioned, I have this in this moment that she goes back to the place where she could never go to the end of her street. And um, also, I haven't watched it in a very, very, very long time, but when I saw it, I really related to it, because, well, I grew up in East Germany, 
my mother was not in a coma, but she was also like, she had a brain tumor when I was very young. So a lot of what he does for his mother in this film really moved me. And so mm. I thought I'd watch it again with you and then see how I react now. <laughs> <laughs> 10 years later. <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning in. This again was brought to you by Four Wind Films. If you want to check out anything by Uta, check out Last Christmas, which is free on YouTube. You can Google that. Thank you and talk to you soon. Happy holidays. <laughs>